Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Uh, actually, this is <laughs> taping, or this is going to be uh, broadcast on Monday, uh, May the 16th. Uh, so, wow. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a Monday, and uh, uh, pretty soon. <laughs> Pretty soon uh, we'll be able to actually find out how you did on your on your trip that you took uh, a week or so ago. Weeks ago, right? <laughs> so we, uh, because of the trip, it's kind of funny the way we do this is because we, you know, the trips and things we have to take or not have to, we get the privilege of doing. Yes. Particularly, to take, you know, you're really going to suffer going to Turks and Caicos. So I, uh, yeah, got to um, take one for the team there, but right? What we do <laughs> is Kathy and I work a little bit uh, harder uh, to tape ahead. So that right. we could have a week or two off uh, in between to do a variety of things, and because it, it works really great, because it just can be loaded up, and uh, so uh, we're actually ahead of the game. Just so right. you can go on the trip, and we'll report exactly. We'll but report because of that, real time stories are a little bit off sync right little, now. Little off, you know. <laughs> when did you go? I went last year. Something. <laughs> also, um, I just got good news. Um, oh, what's that? Well, you and I prayed for our daughter Michelle. Yes. Uh, my daughter Michelle is uh, in the hospital. She's been in the hospital. She uh, had a COVID, you know, back in December, January. Actually, she had COVID. She got through it okay. She, you know, she had uh, recovery, typical stuff. Uh, but uh, because she had lost her appetite, and uh, and she was actually and lost her sense of taste too, losing right? Losing some taste, yeah. and she had uh, experienced. You know, because of it, she had lost weight. She says, "Well, I'll just keep doing this." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she was, and she's very disciplined. So she she, she kept doing it. And she was losing weight, but um, she wasn't eating things to bring nutrition into her body, and she wasn't taking you know any vitamins, uh, any supplements. Right. So uh, she depleted, not knowing it. She just got weaker and weaker and weaker. But Michelle, my daughter, is like an iron woman. It's like, well, I can handle this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Linda, uh, a week or so ago, you know, went over and saw that, man, you're you're really struggling. You know, yeah, right. okay, we're going to the hospital. You know, well, the hospital said, yeah, your chemistries are real bad. Mm. I mean, really bad. You're in trouble, you know, and you got to get these replenished. And uh, so you and I were just praying uh, that she would today would be able to uh, be released and go to the next. She has to go to a uh, therapy for her legs uh, to get those back uh muscles rehab back, center re- to kind of strengthen rehab. right yeah, and they do that for three or four days and then she'll be fine so uh, i just got the call that linda said it looks like she's going to get there uh today yay so oh excellent it's, yay uh, god it's, it's cool, <laughs> you know, that, uh, covenant life again as we've said doesn't uh remove us from absence of trouble mm-hmm. but rather recovery restoration uh healing you know from the trouble so it's a it's a great uh and we have uh, to walk with him back into that you yeah, know. that's yeah. right. Um, and he can do it. He does do it and wants to do it. So as we've been talking about the covenant, uh, we've been going through uh, our responsibility. Remember, a covenant is a two-way agreement. 
Uh, we use the analogy of you selling your dad's house that uh, you're ready to give the title and they got to show up with the money. Right. Um, There's two parts to the agreement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, we just, uh, we just, uh, you know, had a, I just, I just thought about this actually. Um, we sold my wife's Range Rover. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, so the way that we uh, operate is um, Michelle, uh, she, she gets a company car and it's a Range Rover. She drives it for three years, and then she gets a new one, and then we buy the old one. Ah. And, we, and we drive it for three or four years. Oh, nice. Uh, so this, yeah. is, this is six or seven years old. Uh, it's only, between the two of them, they only got 50-some thousand miles on it. You know, it's oh, you're kidding. It's six and a half years. So it's They pretty, do not drive as much as we drive no, around here. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, so... Um, uh, you know, because of the situation with supply chain, mm -hmm. is um, uh, you can't you can't really uh, go down to the automobile lot and just buy a new car, right? Uh, as you experienced, how long how long did Dan wait for the Bronco? We waited. He ordered it in August, and we got it in April. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a long wait. Yeah. Have, have you uh, have you driven it yet? And oh, I have. Yeah, fun, We've been having it? a lot of fun, fun with it. Yeah. We even uh, it didn't matter, by the way, that it was fifty five degrees out the other day. We took the top yeah. off. We took all the doors off and loaded all the kids up and went out for an adventure all and right. just had a ball. That's <laughs> fun. Uh, so because of it. Um, you know, we've uh, we've actually placed a, an order for a car, and and Linda Michelle, uh, because of Range Rover, uh, you can't you can't. The guy said, don't don't even think of getting a new car. You could you could order it today. It's mm -hmm. even if you ordered it today, she said likely it'll be a year before you even think of getting it. And and wow. she's and she's got her car's be almost three years old, and she. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, we were driving it because of the uh, going back and forth to the hospital. She has dogs, so we taking care of her dogs. Uh, it's it's got twenty twenty two thousand miles on it. Um, wow! And I and I just said, you know what? Keep that car. Yeah. You just keep it, and it's you can buy. Car. You can you can uh, keep it. Uh, don't sell it to us, and don't order a new one until you know mm -hmm. maybe it, it smooths out, and we'll go order a new one. So we we've ordered not a Range Rover but something else, uh, and. Uh, Looks like it's going to come in, and so because it's coming in, um, uh, and it's really fascinating. By the way, this is a Lexus from uh, Toyota. Basically, makes Lexus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I drive is a Lexus. Um, and they um, uh, they ship them from Japan. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> uh, the guy says, "Okay, it's coming," and he sends me <laughs> sends me the link of the ship. Right. That it's on. That so you can watch I, we it. We can watch in its it. Journey. <laughs> we can watch it across the ocean coming to oh, that's the funny. port. And Lexus, uh, Toyota. Uh, uh, actually, I teach this in a, in a management uh, process that I teach is, uh, and we talk about this all the time in our spiritual walk, is well now what? Mm -hmm. uh, well, for them, they actually operate that way. Okay, now what? Now that we understand this, now what? Well. They understand that the boats getting offloaded in San Francisco or Los Angeles takes two months. Oof. 
so the ship's there, but it's two, <laughs> two mm. months to get unloaded. So they say, well, now what? Well, uh, they, they uh, said uh, Vancouver, Canada, they'll do it. They can do it. So they diverted it. They're diverting it to Va Vancouver. Mm. Uh, now they got to get it here. And then they've got to find truckers to ship well, it. Well, what they did is the same thing. Okay, truckers are difficult to get. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll ship it by train. And oh, all, all they had, and they, and they hired these local local people to take the uh, car from the boat to the train, mm -hmm. and then it comes by train to Denver. Uh, wow. It's, it's really remarkable. Anyway, it's on its way. So now that it's on its way, well, now we can go out and sell it. Uh, mm -hmm. So, uh, because it's better at this in this market, not to trade your car in because you can sell right. it. Because why? Well, everybody's looking right. for a car. Right. And used uh, cars, uh, they you know, with the numbers that came out, they said they have increased thirty five percent. Exactly right. From yeah. this time last yeah. year, so, so we basically you are much more valuable, smart to sell. We it. basically drove it for three years and almost are selling it for what we paid for it. Wow, um, it's remarkable, you know. So we, you know, we sell it. So a guy buys it. Um, so he comes to the office, and again we have an agreement. Mm -hmm. Price is set. I've got the title. You come get the car. Right. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> when you show up, uh, you got to bring the money. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that um, the covenant, see, is is in in a, in a way that simple way of an agreement is. In order, I'm ready to hand over that title. Mm -hmm. I've got the car physically. It's cleaned up, beautiful. Uh, I'll hand it to you. Your role is to come and give me the money. Right. And we'll do it. The transaction will be complete. And so uh, because I'm always, in a sense, ready because I own the title. See, I have the title. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to deliver it. I don't have to wonder if I can get it. I have it. You have it, right. The person receiving it is the one that has to show up mm. with the condition of are you bringing the money? So when we right. look at our role in the covenant, God says, I got it. <laughs> I'm ready to uh, deliver it. <laughs> I have it to deliver, not a problem. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have to try to get it. I don't have to try to develop it. I don't have to uh, come up with something. I got it. These privileges, mm -hmm. I got it. You come and be to come to closing. Uh, and by the way, the interesting thing about uh, God with the covenant is, <laughs> he says, he says uh, the way of evidence of the closing mm -hmm. and getting it is you. <laughs> mm. You, you got to come. All you got to do is show up. If you show up, right. I'm going to deliver it to you. And what you got to be with me. And by the way, stay with me. Uh, in order to receive it and enjoy it. So it's a covenant two-way deal. And he says, we have roles. We've talked about uh, the aspect of, um, you know, be holy, uh, separate what is not, uh, be separate, inner circle. Doesn't mean, you know, don't associate. You can associate all the time with uh, unclean people. Uh, and that's, that's our life. But inner circle, decision-making, connectivity, you know, be separate, be bad people with you. Well, this next one is uh, this aspect of obedience and faithfulness, which we really have to get into because if we just label it that, okay, you got to be obedient to receive the covenant. In a sense, what would you think? If, that, if that's the requirement, what would you think? 
that it has to be earned. Yeah, and, and uh, I'm probably not going to be very good at this. <laughs> and that explains why I'm not getting the covenant. Right, uh, right. And he says, no, it's it's way deeper than that. Uh, there's truth to this, but let me, and he said, I'll share, share with you what it means. So let's look at the first one. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 2. Now this is, um, uh, Deuteronomy 28 is a, what's called the fine print. Okay. Uh, that, remember the agreement is, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. Okay. Uh, you know, with the agreement I have with this guy or you, you with your house, I've agreed to sell you the house. I've agreed to sell you my car, mm -hmm. the preamble. Well, there's a lot of detail to that. Right. Uh, the fine print. You know, and, and the car's got to be this, and the mileage has to be this, and it has to not have accidents, and all these things. And by the way, you you got to show up and fill out the paperwork and all that. Uh, so this is the fine print. So Deuteronomy 1, uh, uh, 28, 1 and 2 is kind of the beginning of the fine print. What, is, what does it say? Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Yeah. So um, it's an if-then statement. Mm -hmm. uh, if you obey, and we'll talk about that, uh, the blessings that I promise mm -hmm. will do what? They'll literally overtake you. Yeah, they'll overtake you so that um, picture uh, in your mind that... Um, by overtaking you, it's coming from behind. Mm -hmm. uh, and your focus is forward. You're walking forward. Um, and it, it overtakes you where it comes upon you without you chasing it. Right. Uh, so that, uh, and this is kind of an important piece of this obedience, is he basically says, don't, don't chase the blessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, don't say, well, I'm going to go get the blessing and I would like you to give me the blessing and I'm going to focus on the blessing. He says, interesting enough, <laughs> if that's how you approach it and you turn around, because you say, well, they're coming, they're coming, they're going to overtake me and I turn turn around. But when you turn around, he said, you, you, you stop it because you stop what? Following me and you chase the blessing. He said, no, I'm going to give you the blessing. By the way, what is that? Well, think about what that requires. Faith. Right. Uh, what do you have to believe? That he will do what he says he'll do. He'll give me the blessing. Yeah. Um, and it's not mine to chase. I can't define it myself. Yeah. Uh, rather, he says, well, just keep following me. Um, if you follow me, they're going to overtake you. Um, and they will come upon you while you're doing what? walking forward on the path that he has for with you him. Yes. with him particularly around and this is cool uh the issues of life the things that you are facing which is the path you're on uh so it's not a uh you know what you'd call a religious path or it better be holy to make sure everything's right no it's just walk down the path in the things of life that you're facing let me bring resolution. Let me bring healing. Let me bring uh, restoration. Let me bring right. uh, fantastic stuff. And there is a level of trust involved in that and as you he grows me. us in that. Yeah. And see, that's the that's where people get stuck. Is that well, 
uh, I haven't experienced that. Mm-hmm. And I prayed for the blessing, but I didn't get it. Matter of fact, it seemed to get worse. Uh, so why bother? You're telling me to trust something. What? Well, why would I trust? Doesn't mm-hmm. God have to show me? And God says, well, <laughs> he says, I will show you. Matter of fact, I'll persuade you. I'll demonstrate it to you. But you're going to have to follow me because and going back to the, the uh, discussion we had yes, uh, last week of holiness is uh, he says, I can't touch darkness. So you're going to have to be with me for me to deliver it to you. And all I'm asking you to do is come with me and I'll cover you. Right. And then he says this, if you, uh, and this, read that at first uh, verse again, because it sets up what this kind of looks like. It's a little bit different than we think. Uh, if, what does he say? Um, Deuteronomy 28, 28, 1, one and 2. Okay. If. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which okay. I command you today. That's good. So you're uh, diligently obeying what? His, the voice of the ah. Lord. So really, we can read it a little bit differently. Um, hmm. That um, it's not a religious thing. Mm-hmm. It's not you figure out and act on your own. He says, if you hear, by definition, because God says, what am I doing? Speaking. speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking. If you hear me with a heart to do what? Follow. To follow, yeah. With a heart to follow. Uh, which, by, by the way, that's how, that's how he defines obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't perfectly do everything that I've written. He says... Listen, mm-hmm. and, and th- I mean, again, think how simple this is. <laughs> if I'm going to be listening, mm-hmm. uh, where do I have to be? I have to be with him oh, I gotta be for with him, him to be speaking so yeah. I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. and, and by the way, uh, and this is important, it's not a, it's not a loud voice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not screaming at us. He's not, you know, let me cut through the noise. He says, uh, well, you and I are going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because why? Well, you're with me. Right. We're, we're going to talk. Um, I'm going to speak, God speaking. I'm going to instruct you. Because you heard what I said, then your next heart issue, your next soul issue would be what? I would like to follow that. Now he says, and we'll get into this, um, are we really good at that? No, 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 because because it's particularly when we're learning this uh, is he's going to say, well, this is the way come with me. And we're going to say, I'm not sure. Right. That, that it doesn't looks, make sense to me or it's not logical. Or, yeah. uh, man, that doesn't seem right to me. Um, or uh, I thought I thought or all my friends are telling me to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hear you saying uh, this. Um, well. He says, that's the point, is that um, it's okay that you struggle. He said, but the key is do what? Keep listening. Keep yep. listening. Keep listening. I'll walk you into it. We'll discuss it. I understand mm-hmm. where you're struggling. Let me give you the power to be faithful right. know, to, to what I have to say. Um, and and I'll, sh- I'll show you the way. So that um, as, a, as it plays out... Uh, it's 
it's this a beautiful uh, voice of uh, God uh, who is directing you. And remember, he's directing you toward what? The covenant. Right. I have to get you in the right place at the right time with the right people. For me, God speaking, to deliver this amazing thing that I can give you if you have a heart to go. Uh, and and he'll in, instruct you, you know, so that, um, you know, particularly like in, uh, uh, and I know Dan experiences this in business, there... <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of disappointment <laughs> right, right. Uh, in business because people don't honor what they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they were going to provide something or do something, and they don't, mm-hmm. or it's kind of half-baked, or it's not quite what they said. Um, and we're trying to succeed, succeed meaning do well with you know revenue and cost and uh, having people you know enjoy things. Uh, but their frustration. Uh, well, because of the frustration, it's easy to get what I call riled up. Right. Because, well, that's not right. Um, I was counting on that. I was counting on you to say what you're going to do or to, or to deliver, you know, something. Uh, i got something going on right now. Uh, we're doing these acquisitions. And we, 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 to do an acquisition, you have to have an attorney. Right. Um, and the sellers are these um, individuals. Generally speaking, they're you know they're already 55, 60 years old, with a heart to retire. We're giving them the opportunity to to go to a different place part time or retire, uh, and then we operate with the company. and um, And it's really a cool thing what we're doing. Uh, well, the seller is saying, "Okay, here's the document. Here's an issue." Uh, could you please fix this? Could you please uh, reword this? Could you agree to this? Uh, could you get me the employment agreement? Can you get me this or that? Uh, so our attorney, uh, you know, we say, this is the issue. Could you deliver it? Yeah, I'll deliver it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's eight, <laughs> that's, that's eight days ago. Yep. <laughs> my, my seller is unhappy. Right. I thought you guys, you know, they're, they're looking to me. Right. I thought you guys had integrity. You said it was coming. It's right. not coming. So and I, yet some of this is out of your control. So, yeah. I, so I go to the you know, attorney. Uh, hey, oh, I got delayed. I got busy. I got this. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it to you tomorrow. But it, does, it doesn't come. Well, that's frustrating. Yes. So it kind of riles you up, you know. And so it's like, okay, that's enough. Uh, we got to do something <laughs> <laughs> about this and um, <laughs> it's you know as I'm getting ready to wait a minute you know I'm going to get strong here uh, this isn't right um, and I would like to kind of push it in a a not a uh, a hostile way but in a forceful way right um, and God says uh, if I was you <laughs> Um, I wouldn't hit that tar baby, you know, uh, is that um, I know it's natural to do that, but I'm asking you, Rich, to do something different. Um, I want you to wait. I want you to uh, treat him with respect. Uh, don't worry. It's going to work out. The seller, just tell the seller the truth. Process. You stay calm. You stay in shalom. Um, don't, you, don't you push it 
I know you could, and sometimes I might ask you to, but this time I'm saying no. Right. Uh, well, I hear that. Uh, Why I'm walking with him, I'm listening to him. Now, my first reaction is, yeah, but. <laughs> right. Uh, he says, I know. I know this is hard. I know this is a struggle, but I'm telling you, trust me, uh, because I'm speaking to you something that the world would do differently. The self would do differently, but I'm telling you the way I'm going to do it is this way. By the way, guess what? If you do, the blessing will what? Over, overtake overtake you. it. It's going to come yeah. on you, and it's, it's working more than you think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not the struggle that he's talking about, about, well, you got to be perfect, it'll be obedient, and if you, if you struggle with disobedience, he says, in a sense, disobedience is, you heard what I said, and I basically say what? I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. That's when disobedience becomes uh, uh, disqualifying us from achieving the covenant. Not that we're struggling with it, but rather I've chosen, I heard it, but I'm rejecting it. Right, and you're choosing self instead. So your disobedience is really what? I'm disobeying the relationship. Mm, That's Uh, interesting, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, And so uh, it's that, uh, you know, it's it's specific. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about this particular thing, but it's a a hard thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And... Uh, now, <laughs> this is kind of funny, but uh, think of it's it. It's a heart thing, but it does play out in how you respond out of the heart. Out of, out of the heart, and then yeah. ultimately following him into the truth of, okay, right. all right, I got it. I receive it. Um, I'm going to do that. I follow it I, because I believe mm-hmm. something. that. Well, that's where I'm going to get blessed. Why would I not? Right. You know? um, uh, but the interesting thing is, is that... Um, it's really, it's really a, a, a deep truth about obedience. In order for me to be obedient, I have to, to do what? I have to hear what? Right. What, what he, the Father's saying. What he's speaking to me. Which means by definition, I'm with him. Right. Okay, now, if I hear nothing, where am I? Not with him. I'm not with him by definition. Mm-hmm. I've already walked away, and I'm in the self. I'm already disobedient, per se. Why? Why can't even I can't even hear what he has to say to me? I've decided right. already I'm going to go do my own thing. He says, "Well, he says you're already in disobedience by definition because you can't hear a thing I'm saying to you. Uh, how are you going to How are you going to know what to do? Well, you're not even with me to know what to do." So right. that's why this, this disobedience is really pure in a sense is, well, uh, there's two phases to it. Well, come with me, which is your first step of obedience. I'll speak. I'll tell you what to do. Uh, I'm gu- guiding you to where I'm going to bless you. And then when you struggle with that, stay with me, and I'll give you the power to do it. So either you don't come at all, disobedience, or you right. heard and you walk away anyway. Because uh, I, I know better. He said, right. by, by the way, okay, um, I'll let you. Uh, if, if and let's see how that goes for you. <laughs> yeah, if, if that's how you want to go. Like, you know, we were, I was actually doing a discipling call, uh, and we were talking about this aspect of it, and uh, we were talking about Sarah and uh, Abraham. Mm-hmm. And God gave him a promise, 
Right. Uh, I'm going to give you a son, and you'll be the father of many nations. Uh, well, they weren't. They were getting old. Didn't see it happening. <laughs> they didn't see it happening, and they said, um, "I think it's a good idea to take Hagar, the maid, mm-hmm. and have a baby with her to fulfill the promise." Right. And so uh, they were trying to make the promise happen rather than even asking God yeah. what he had to say yeah. and having him meet them in that liminal space between what he's promised and what's been delivered. Yeah. So uh, this is really important. Uh, when did they disobey? At that moment that they didn't check in with him. Yeah. And they took see, it on their own. See, they yeah. walked away. They already heard what the truth was. Right. So they knew the and truth. They were, they knew and the they promise. were struggling like we all do. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait a minute. This ain't happening. <laughs> this is getting tiresome. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, shouldn't we? Mm-hmm. But the mistake they made, the point of disobedience wasn't that struggle. Right. It was not going to him and saying, we're, we're really struggling with this. Could you please give us, uh, again, clarity, re- revisit the promise. What do you want us to do now? How do you want us to view this? God right. would have done it. Um, and said that whole time, interesting enough, you're being obedient. By what? Mm-hmm. Staying with me. Your disobedience was not even caring right. what I had to say about it and going to decide on your own. And here's what, here's what I said to everybody. I said, what do you think about God letting that happen? And they kinda, it kind of struck them. Like, oh, huh. Yeah. God didn't say, well, I'm going to make it so that you follow me anyway, that you don't make this mistake, which, by the way, (laughs) is a gigantic mistake uh, that they made and setting up basically the Arabs Arabs versus Israel. I mean, it's it's those. There was there was significant repercussions. Yeah, uh, that's that's into into our life uh, and that big, big consequences. But God said, if you choose to walk away, I'm not going to stop you and prevent you from it, um, if you have a heart to stay with me, I'll get you through the struggle and you will become obedient. So if you hear my voice and you then obey by, by what? Staying with me until you follow my instruction. And the points of disobedience are either you don't even come to hear, which is, by the way, most believers, or you heard and you just said, I can't do it. I'm, I'm going to go do my own thing. He says, okay. It's not going to work well for you. And by the way, I can't deliver what? I can't deliver the covenant to you. Right. Uh, So stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. So we'll uh, pick this up again tomorrow. A really important uh, subject of obedience uh, and this aspect of our faithfulness to that. And we're trying to help define it. It's not a mechanical thing. It's a it's a hard thing. So right. We will. And I love even I'm just going to highlight real quick that and we can pick this up, too. But that obedience sometimes when you're talking about what you just described absolutely requires a level of endurance, endurance and perseverance. Right. um, Of leaning into him during that as he carries us in the waiting. That's right. Um, and so that's that's an important thing that I think so many so many of us lack. And any given day, I can lack that. Yep. That's you right. know. That's right. So. Well, we'll pick it up tomorrow again. If you have questions, send it, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Put it on the YouTube. We'd be happy to answer uh, any particular things that you're struggling with, particularly about this aspect of what does it really look like to be obedient and how does that work and what does that mean uh, to listen and hear. So we'll pick that up again uh, tomorrow.
Sounds great. Have a great afternoon. Thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, it is a pleasure. Yeah, Have a really great is. afternoon. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.